Welcome and thank you for choosing the Mental Mindset Podcast presented by DBC Sports Psychology. Mental Mindset is hosted by Andrew Tosi and Zach Perkins, who will discuss mental skills, tips, and tricks to help you, your child, or your athletes be the best version of themselves in and out of sports. We hope you enjoy this week's Mental Spark. Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Mental Mindset Podcast. As always, I'm Andrew. I'm Zach. And we are so grateful to have you joining us for yet another week of this beautiful project we started just about two months ago. Uh, Zach, last week you checked in with me. This week, I'm checking in with you. How you doing? Yeah, thanks, man. I'm tired. It's uh, It's been a little hectic here over the last couple of days for me. We traveled uh, for my full-time job out to California uh, for somewhere around 24 to 36 hours. So I ended up flying most of Thursday uh, and then I was flying home Friday night on the red eye. So it's been a, a long couple of days. I definitely did a lot of sleeping, uh, you know, Saturday afternoon and, and yesterday. Uh, but here we are. I'm ready to go. I feel I feel pretty refreshed. So I'm excited. Well, you got a lot of vitamin D out there, I'm sure. Uh, what part of California were you guys in? Uh, we we're just north of L.A. So it was pretty nice. Uh, I mean, the weather was beautiful. We had uh, some drinks and dinner on a patio on Thursday night. Uh, it was probably 70 degrees. We were sitting right on the beach. So, I mean, really, you can't ask for much better than that. It was uh, it was beautiful. Now, for all those that remember last week, Zach said he didn't drink, so that he was clearly having some water and maybe some soda, right, Zach? Uh, just, a, just a pop, yeah, just a pop. I don't, I don't drink, so. <laughs> a, a pop. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm surprised we can record a podcast in the 1960s. This is impressive. This is really impressive. A pop. Okay. Well, that's good, Zach. That's. I'm. I'm glad that you're doing good, man. I'm glad that you've got uh, the uh, the red eye kind of flight uh, out of you, and you're you're back on our uh, on our time zone here, especially with the daylight savings, because I know you traveled on the daylight savings day, so that was nice to kind of lose an hour for yourself. So. Yeah, I mean, we're already coming back across, right? So you're talking three-hour time difference. I've got to get back into the swing. Um, you're jumping three hours ahead coming from California. Um, and then to add the extra hour on top was really just the uh, the big old FU as well, you know? So it was uh, it was fine, though. We figured it out. We got through it. But, yeah, how about you? What, what's been going on? You know, what's new? What what was going on this weekend? Uh, this weekend, man, was uh, was supposed to be relaxing, but uh, as I do to myself, I always overbook it and want to see people and do things. So, so yeah, it was it was good. But work is getting crazy. I I just actually had a few slots open up, or I kind of created a few slots to uh, to kind of take on some more sports psych clients because uh, it, it's actually getting a little bit busier, which is really exciting. You know, uh, being able to work with uh, athletes and, and things like that is kind of ramping up, which is really exciting. It's spring break for. Uh, the class that I teach at Southern, so we get this week off, but uh, at least they do. That means I have to grade a bunch of papers and presentations, but it's all right. I, I enjoy seeing the work that they put in and the work that they do, so that's always a nice aspect. But yeah, uh, another week, uh, another hard-earned, uh, hard-earned dollar. But we're we're, we're plugging along here. It's uh, it's a good time. I'm uh, I'm excited to finally have some nice weather coming our way. It's no longer going to be like 20 degrees when I wake up out of bed. At least that's what it looks like this this week. So. Let's uh, let's hope that that happens, you know. Um, but Zach, this week, what are we what are we talking about? Leadership, right? Yeah, we're going to be hitting leadership this week. All right, all right, leadership. It is um, when when you hear the word leadership, right? It is such a generic word, right? Um, and I think it has so many different definitions and so many ways that it's defined. Like, 
how do you define leadership? Like what, what are some ways or a way that you define it? I guess for me, especially leaning on, uh, you know, the hockey background I have, right. Leadership is, is being the person that is kind of, I, I want to say like leading the team, right. And that's just not the right way to explain it, I guess. So for me, it's more of, it's the person who holds themselves above the rest, who will do what others do not want to do, who will give what others do not want to give. Um, and ultimately, they do it in in a way that it's best for everybody around them, not just for themselves. I love that, man. I love that. I think that's a great, a great definition of it. Right. Uh, and then one, one, uh, one that I found that I really enjoy, uh, is this, it's the process whereby an individual influences a group of individuals to achieve a common goal. And I think what I like about that so much is that it's not this aspect of controls or like demands. It's like this aspect of influences. Right. And I think that's what gets lost a lot. Like leaders, uh, have a special personality, right? Um, we can get into the conversation another time on the podcast about like leaders are born or like leaders are made. Um, I don't know which side of the aspect you lean there, but I'm much more of a like leaders are born aspect, like meaning like I think it's a personality trait that kind of helps leaders go. Not that leaders can't be made, but you have to have like some kind of innate being or like innate kind of uh, instinct to be a really good leader, at least from my perspective and from my experiences. Yeah, I agree. And I think the other part of that too is they can fall on both sides, right? They can be born or made. Uh, I think being a born leader tends to come more naturally, whereas being a, a made leader, that's over time, that's learned, that's it may be clunky at times. You may have some situations where you don't handle things the right way, where born leaders typically would find things a little bit more smooth. Obviously, everybody's going to struggle through some situation at some point or another, but I feel like born leaders tend to have a little bit more of a, a smooth transition and kind of an easier way through the whole ladder of leadership. I couldn't agree more with you, man, right? There's this aspect of like prescribed leaders and emergent leaders, right? Like, so a prescribed leader is this person who's like just appointed, right? Like this aspect of uh, like, it happens in, in the workforce a lot. The most productive person gets promoted to be the manager. And sometimes it's not, that's just not the best case. Right? Like this is not the best way to go about it because that person may be a really good worker, maybe a really hard worker and really know the job, but they don't have any managerial or like leadership skills. And like people just, they, they can't get behind that person. Right. Like that's where like micromanaging and a lot of that stuff kind of, kind of follows through. But then there's like this aspect of emergent leaders, like people who come out of a group, come out of a situation and they like, they just take the bull by the horns and, and they're like, no, I'm going to be the leader today kind of thing, right? Like, and they just kind of come out. Uh, and in sports, a lot of the times we see prescribed leaders, especially at the youth level, right? Like people kind of be like, oh, like like uh, maybe you're the coach's son or maybe you're just some the best player on the team. So it's like, oh, you must be a leader. And sometimes it's just not the, that's not the case, right? Sometimes the best player on the team, they don't want any of that, right? They, they're like, mm-mm. No, I'd rather just go play. I don't want to be also the responsible guy to like get my team influenced and motivated to try and get out there and go. So like finding that emergent leader is a really, a really powerful thing too. I think it's interesting too, because you speak about, you know, obviously leadership takes place in in a team role, right? So it's, and, and that's exactly what it is. It's a role. Um, I feel like you find that typically the, the best leaders are the people who don't want it, right? They don't, they don't have that aspiration to, be the person in charge. They don't want to force themselves into a position where, you know, they're almost looked at in a little bit different of a light. They, they kind of have, you know, some different uh, expectations of them, I guess, once they take that position. Right. And a lot of times you find that 
the person or some of the best leaders are not the most vocal people, right? It's people who lead by example. They do what they need to. um, And that's typically what influences those around them is, hey, look at that guy. He's doing, you know, some extra work. He's doing the hard things. He's putting his time in in the gym. Um, He's sitting down, you know, speaking with somebody when he feels like he's not mentally, you know, capable or okay at that time. Um, to try to get themselves to a point where they can perform at the highest level. And when people on a team see that workforce or, you know, athletically, uh, I feel like that starts to change the buy-in process that you find from everybody else on the team. And that's where you find, you know, championship caliber teams kind of getting to where they want to be. Yeah, man, you bring up a lot of interesting points, right? Like, I think I think there's always these different types of leaders, right? Like that we hear before, like the the lead by example or like lead by like vocal, right? Like I'm gonna get my team pumped up and I'm gonna say these things, or like the guy who's out there like being like I'm not gonna say much and I'm just gonna go run through a brick wall for this team, you know? Um, and I think both work hand in hand. There's this aspect of um, you you can always have like a, a designated captain or a designated boss, but everyone always needs a support system, right? That's that's where like the assistant captains and stuff come in. But you always want to like find a healthy balance, right? Uh, I think what leadership is so awesome is because like it combines this aspect of like team sports and also like everyday business life as well right like it's one of those uh it's a transferable skill as we would say right like like when we're working with athletes coming out of sport right a big sports psych thing that we do is like helping them recognize like hey look at all this uh, all these skills that you gained through sports you know, like, look at all of these wonderful things of responsibility, dedication, commitment, responsibility, time management, leadership, right? Like, look at all these things that you took. Like, let's let's go make something of yourselves out of out of sport, right? And that's why, like, uh, you see, especially now with March Madness around the corner, like, Enterprise does these does these commercials with, like, I played Division One basketball. Now I work for Enterprise, right? Like, they talk about, like, the skills and some of the experiences that they had and, like, how that makes them ready for the workforce, um, but like, there's just so many different types of leaders. Like, like, can you think of your favorite coach or like your favorite boss? Like what were, what did they do that like made you feel like inspired, uh, motivated or like, just like ready to like work for them? Like what, what were some of the things they did? Yeah. So I guess before we get there, I just want to back up just a little bit to kind of that stuff you beep, were talking about. Beep, beep. <laughs> All right. So it goes with the whole thing you were kind of talking about with the transferable skills and, and working on those, especially with athletes. Right. So I guess just to touch on one of the things that as a coach, like I work pretty hard on and and something that I feel like I try to focus on more than sometimes what the athlete is looking at short term is those transferable skills. And leadership is a huge example of that. Um, But I think it's important for athletes to remember that at the end of the day, like sport doesn't last forever, right? You're Mm -hmm. never going to play forever. Uh, unless you're Tom Brady, which apparently you're going to come out of retirement and do what you feel like you can do. Don't bring it um, up. <laughs> but, other, you know, even for him, right, there's there's going to be a time where sports end. It, it doesn't last forever. And you need to be able to have different skills, most of which you learn through sports without actually understanding that those are the skills you're gaining, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to have those kinds of background skills, um, leadership skills, everything like that. It's important to develop those, understand you're developing them throughout playing sports so that when you do become part of society, uh, you're able to just hit the ground running, understand and lean on the skills that you've built to become a successful person after your sports career. Yeah, man, you, you nailed transferable skills in, in, a, in a nutshell, right? Like that's the thing is like we learn so much through sport that you don't even sometimes realize, 
right? Like uh, different experiences, how to overcome adversity, all that kind of stuff. You, you nailed it on the head, right? Like I think it's it's such a, such a valuable lesson that um, athletes should should learn. And and don't get me started on the Tom Brady news, please. I uh, I really don't want to talk about that on the podcast. Um, but anyway, it's kind of like one of those. Uh, hey, tell me that you're not uh, you have a hard time letting go without telling me you have a hard time letting go. You know, it's like it's like. Oh. Okay, Brady. Uh, you hear about that guy? Side note: Did you hear about that guy who just bought his last football, uh, like the yeah. last thrown for five hundred eighteen thousand dollars? Yeah, and then and was, like four hours <laughs> later, Tom Brady says he's coming back. Yeah. So, oh my God, talk! It's like, hey, you just flushed that money down the toilet. I hope you, uh, I hope you enjoy that. I would be irate. But anyway, we we digress. We digress. But yeah, man. So like going back to what like the the earlier question of like. What what kind of leader do you do you appreciate? Like what like what are some aspects of like your favorite coach or your favorite boss or even even the coach that you currently work for? Like yeah, I, I've met him a few different times and you've talked highly of him. Um, like what are some of the aspects of that that make you feel influenced by him? I mean, I think you know for him especially, it's the excitement that he has every single day, and I think that's important as a leader, right? He brings an excitement to the rink. He brings this this motivation of like, we're here, we're going to get better every single day, we are going to win. And he kind of has this saying, and it's basically, you know, we're not here to whine, we're not here to to argue, we're here to win. And and that's his drive, right? Row the boat is is one of the sayings he says all the time, row the boat. We're here to direct as coaches, we're here to steer, right? We kind of tell the boat where to go. But as a team, you're here to row the boat. You are the power behind it. You are going to bring us to where we want to be. Or you're going to be the ones that engine fails. We don't get to where we want to go, right? So, and for me, that's motivating. That that pushes me to go out and recruit the best players that I can. Because at the end of the day, I have the same goals. Um, and he approaches us as a coaching staff in a way where it forces me to want to continue to reach our goals and be better every single day um, and reach for where we want to get to. Yeah, man. And I think that's something that's really powerful, right? This aspect of like motivation um, and like this energy, right? Like leaders, when they walk in the room, if they are just like pumped to be there, even in the worst situations, or like they're just motivated and like they take adversity and they shove it down people's throats kind of thing, like like he eats this and like this is fun for him. I think that's something that's so inspirational and, and, and awesome, right? I mean, it, it sounds like he's a very uh, laissez-faire type of leader, kind of like one of those guys who's like do X or Y as you see fit, right? At times he's like that, but then at other times he can be very democratic, which is like, what's best X or Y, like kind of asking people like, what do they think is best? And then you have like the autocratic aspect, right? Of like, do this, right? And like, and the best leaders are all three, but we all lean towards a certain one, right? Like I am very laissez-faire. I know how I am, um, especially with like the people that I work with and, and all that kind of stuff. And like, even on a team, I'm one of those like, Hey guys, like this is the goal. This is the, 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 uh, the uh, achievement or the aspect that we're trying to accomplish. Like, let's get there. However you see fit, as long as you do it, do it your way and the best way you can. I don't really care how it gets done. Right. Obviously there's rules and regulations you have to follow. It's not like just bend everything and nothing. It's a free society. Right. Um, but like, you can also be democratic in that sense of like, like, which is best, right? Like asking your team, I've done that before in the past, especially when like, you're trying to figure out schedules or trying to adjust meeting times or things like that. Like what works best for you guys? What, what's going to work best for this team and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then you have autocratic leaders 
they make some of the greatest college uh, coaches, especially, right? I think of guys like Coach K or in the NFL, that like Vince Lombardi was very autocratic, like do this, like getting guys to do things for you or do things for the team. That kind of stuff is, is very powerful, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's all different kinds of leaders, you know, which, which can be really powerful. I'm sorry. Were you just speaking about Bill Belichick? I didn't hear that name. I just I don't know if that's something you missed or. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I purposely never mentioned that man's name. Um, uh, cheating isn't in here. I don't know which one of those which what leaders that falls in. But but we are we are definitely digressing, which I appreciate. Uh, I mean, I think of guys like Mike Tomlin. I mean, Mike Tomlin's definitely a, a good leader. Never he, heard uh, of him. <laughs> <laughs> he was until Sean McVay took the title. The youngest coached ever win the Super Bowl. But hey, anyway, it's okay. Um, we'll, we'll move on from that. But but yeah, you know, I mean, it's one of those things, right? Like, like if I had to describe to, or like if you had to describe yourself as a leader, right? Like as a coach, like what kind of coach are you? Like, what do you like? How do you how do you usually adjust to those things? It's interesting because I have a couple like, I guess, in business, there's a little bit different of definitions of leaderships. Uh, but okay. I would say, you know, based on what we're speaking through, uh, the laissez faire would probably fit me pretty well for the most part. You know, from a business standpoint, I also look at myself as a servant leader, which is typically I do what drives me is working for the people I'm working for, right? Or like working for my team is what's important to me. I want to make sure that the team is successful. Uh, That's extremely important to me. And I want to make sure that at the end of the day, we all get to where we want to get to, not me as a leader gets, you know, the golden nugget and the rest of the team is just kind of there because they were part of it. I want the success to be based on them. I want it to benefit them. And I think that's the most important. But I agree with you that, you know, being an autocratic leader is probably important in times. There are times where decisions need to be made or you need to be told this is how things are going to get done. This is what creates success. And I think it's important to be able to be confident enough and understand when your team needs that versus when your team needs a, hey, we can be a little bit more loose here. Do what you're comfortable with, because I know that your skills are transferable enough to get us to where we want to be. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Right. And like at my at my old employment, we used to have like 10 leadership styles or 10 leadership goals that we kind of adjusted or kind of, uh, I guess, thrive to accomplish. You know what I mean? Um, Which which can be super helpful to kind of understand what kind of leader the organization or something is really looking for. Uh, But I mean, there is so much with leadership. I mean, we might even be able to do a part two later down the road because we haven't even talked about like how people are motivated, like some of the big decisions, like giving feedback as a leader, Um, like all that kind of stuff is super powerful and makes like a really well-rounded person. Right. Um, I mean, I have I've talked to a lot of people. Obviously, it's what I do for a living. And it's the, the saying of like people don't leave their job because of the job. They leave their job because of their boss is incredibly true right? Um, good leaders really make a difference, even in even in the crappiest of situations, right? I mean, and, and bad leaders really can make a really awesome job kind of crappy. And, and it happens in every industry, in every uh, organization, like there's always that kind of stuff happening. It's about being, it's also about like knowing your worth and like knowing what you're willing to put up with and stuff like that, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is a conversation. Uh, I know that we keep ourselves to 20, 25 minute podcast. So that, like, I think leadership is something we can definitely touch on later down the road and, and something that I want, I, I hope people have a lot of questions about, right? Like, Hey, like, you know, I have this situation going on. Like, how would you handle this? Like, this is a, one of those aspects where I'd love to hear from people about 
like, Hey, I have this going on. Like, what would you do in this situation? Or like, Hey, this is going on for me. Like, like what are some, what's some advice that you have? You know, like this is the kind of stuff that we, we really want to when we talk about interacting with our listeners. Like this is, this is a topic that really pops out for me. Yeah. And this would be a cool episode, in my opinion, if we could get some of those questions uh, where we could answer, we almost could throw it out kind of mid episodes, right? So rather than, or, you know, in between episodes, I guess is the right way to explain it. So it doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to take forever, not 20, 25 minutes. Um, but it'd be cool to grab some of those questions and be like, hey, here's a little, you know, Q&A kind of styled thing. Uh, just as some bonus content or some extra stuff, we could even video it a little bit and throw it out that way. So it's just a different form and a different, uh, different way to connect. And I think that'd be cool. Um, so I'm with Andrew. I hope, you know, people are willing to to reach out with some questions or some situations and, and I'd, I'd love to attack it. I'd have a ton of fun with it. Everybody loves a bonus, man. Everyone loves a bonus. So I'm down. I hope people uh, take that, take that invitation seriously. And, and we really do welcome it. Uh, As you know, it's always easy to get a hold of us, whether through our websites, uh, whether through our email, um, which Zach will always uh, make sure he ends the podcast with. So I just wanted to say thank you to everyone again for listening. Uh, we really hope that you contact us. We'd like to have a continued discussion. And, and I will talk to you all on the pod next week. Yeah, definitely. And I guess for me, just to follow up a little bit more about maybe continuing the leadership conversation down the road, um, I've got a couple you know, hockey coaches I'm pretty close with that are in different positions than I am, whether it be Division One coaches. Um, I think even, you know, some players would be cool to talk to. Um, I know you've got some coaches on your side as well. I feel like this would be a great conversation. This is one of those things where we kind of need to set it up. I feel like people would like to hear from different leaders and not everybody. I I lead in one way, you lead in one way. And hearing from some of those coaches may be a really cool way to kind of tie everything back together as well. Yeah, getting some guests on the show. I'm a, it's a, it's one of our goals and one of our, uh, aspirations for it. So it's, it's going to happen down the road and we, we hope you guys enjoy that. Yeah, absolutely. So like Andrew said, I'll finish up the podcast with a, obviously you can reach out to us mental mindset podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I just created last night. It's called Linktree. It has literally every single link to the DVC website, anywhere you want to get our podcast from our website for our podcast as well. Um, so I'm going to have Andrew start posting that out. I'm going to start posting it out on my personal stuff as well. Uh, it's just going to put everything together for you guys so that you can reach out in one single spot and kind of decide where you want to go to from there. But again, mental mindset podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and we'll look forward to talking to you guys next week. 